Good morning and welcome to Dollar Glendevin and Muckert Churches on Sunday the 23rd of May, Pentecost Sunday. Let us start our time of worship together with a Pentecost prayer. When was the last time that we heard the wind of your spirit roar through this place? When was the last time your fire lit up this room? When was the last time we took you at your word and met together in expectation of your spirit filling this place and our lives with your glory and power? Lord, you challenge us with Pentecost. Do we believe that this was a once-in-eternity experience, never to be repeated? That the Holy Spirit was poured out on your followers for a single purpose and ended his work at that instant? If so, then maybe that is why the church seems so powerless in this age, helpless when faced with the needs, both spiritual and physical, that we see in the world. Lord, as we meet together and celebrate once again the memory of that first Pentecost, may it be for us, as it was then, a moment of empowerment, an awareness of your glory in this dark world, a life-changing experience. Let us go forward, filled anew with your Spirit. And let us join together now in the words which Jesus taught us to say. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, now and forever. Amen. And now Alex is going to bring us our first reading for today. The first reading today is Psalm 104, verses 24 to 34. How many are your works, O Lord! In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things both large and small. There the ships go to and fro, and the leviathan from which you formed to frolic there. These all look to you to give them their food at the proper time. When you give it to them, they gather it up, when you open your hand, they are satisfied with good things. When you hide your face, they are terrified. When you take away their breath, they die and return to the dust. When you send your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He who looks at the earth and it trembles, who touches the mountains and they smoke, I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. 
May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. This is Pentecost Sunday. It's the time when we remember that Jesus the Father sent the Holy Spirit to live inside believers. Jesus promised that the Holy Spirit would come into the lives of those who followed him. In our reading today, we will hear about the time the followers of Jesus gathered together and how, all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit of God came on the people and they received new life and power to shine the light of Jesus in the world. That same Holy Spirit can give us power today to live for Jesus. This morning I want to demonstrate how important the Holy Spirit is. At the service this morning, I'm going to have a torch with me. And I'm going to ask, what do you think will happen when I push the switch? When I do, nothing happens. I wonder what you think is wrong with it. (laughs) Yes, you've guessed it. It's empty inside. There are no batteries in it. The batteries give power to the torch to make it shine. Without that power inside, the torch just doesn't work. Even though batteries are not a living person like the Holy Spirit, batteries still remind me of the power of the Holy Spirit. In the same way a battery gives power to make a torch shine, the Holy Spirit gives power to believers to shine the light of Jesus. The Bible says that by ourselves we can't love people very well and we can't live the life that God has for us. By ourselves, we are like this empty torch I have in my hand. An empty torch that has no power. But Jesus said he would send us the Holy Spirit who would give us power to live for God and to shine the light of Christ. What happens when I put these batteries inside the torch? Yes, of course, it works We want our lives to shine like this torch. So let's ask God to fill us with his Holy Spirit. Dear God, thank you that you have sent us the power of the Holy Spirit. Please fill us up each day with the Holy Spirit that we would have the power to live for Jesus and let his light shine in our lives. Amen. Our second reading today is being brought to us by Fiona. Our second reading is from Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 21. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were staying in Jerusalem God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard them speaking in his own language. Utterly amazed, they asked, Are not all these men 
who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in his own native language? Parthians, Medes and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in their own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, What does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, They have had far too much wine. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heaven above, and signs of the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and gracious day of the Lord, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Before today's message, I'd like to let you hear this newly written hymn sung to the tune of Abide With Me. On this day of Pentecost, I thought the words were so relevant to our situation as we emerge from lockdown. And it shows the opportunities that we now have through God's Holy Spirit to transform, revive and heal society. Transform, revive, and heal society. 
celebrates its birthday. The Holy Spirit descending on the apostles so they would be empowered to begin building the church instituted by Christ. Throughout the centuries and around the world, Pentecost has been celebrated as a great feast of the church. In Italy, petals from red roses are often dropped on the congregation from the ceiling, symbolising the tongues of fire coming down on the apostles. In France, it is customary to blow trumpets during Mass to recall the sound of the mighty wind which accompanied the descent of the Holy Spirit. In Russia, Christians carry flowers and green branches in their hands to church. In this country, the day was regularly referred to as Whit Sunday, a historic reference probably to the white clothes worn by people being baptised on this special day. Regardless, around the world, Pentecost is a huge celebration. In our reading from Acts, we read about how the disciples had heard what sounded like a powerful wind from heaven, and about how the Holy Spirit had appeared like tongues of fire. And the wonderful thing is that everyone understood, regardless of what language they spoke or from what background they came, the Spirit was within them and allowed them to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. The Spirit of God was within them. The Spirit of God is within us. How far are we willing to go? Are we willing to go where the Spirit of God leads us? Probably yes, at least most of the time. Look at how far the Spirit of God led a group of fishermen a tax collector and a tent maker. Could they have travelled those miles, endured those hardships, suffered martyrdom and converted a whole world were it not for the Holy Spirit within them? How amazed were the people who heard them speak 
each in their own native tongue. The Holy Spirit had guided our church for two millennium, enduring many trials, tribulations and stormy seas. The Holy Spirit guides us in our ordinary life and faith journey. It is the Holy Spirit that nudges us to pray, to go beyond our self-imposed limitations, to do significant and sometimes great things for others. I'm willing to bet that each of you at one time or another has been faced with a situation or crisis where you found yourself as the one who had to do something. And you did it. Later you were amazed at how you did it. Where did the words come from? They were so right. Where did that idea of action come from? It was just what was needed. When we open our hearts to the working of the Holy Spirit, we can become much more than we think we are. The Holy Spirit empowers us to witness Christ to the world, to continue the work of evangelisation. I'm sure you all know the Peanuts cartoons with Snoopy and Charlie Brown. In one, which always makes me laugh, Lucy says to Charlie Brown, I would have made a great evangelist. Charlie Brown answers, Is that so? She says, Yes, I convinced that boy in front of me in school that my religion is better than his religion. Charlie Brown asked, Well, how did you do that? And Lucy answers, I hit him over the head with my lunchbox. Well, that's Lucy, not us. We don't use a hammer to evangelise. We evangelise first by how we live our lives, how we share our faith confidently, not bombastically. When people observe that inner calm and confidence that our spirit-filled faith demonstrates, at some point they'll be inspired by what they see in us and want to experience it themselves. That is the work of the Holy Spirit within us. If we allow the Holy Spirit to guide us, we can overcome any obstacle in our way. Another important point is that the Holy Spirit inspires us to not travel alone. Often in our society, so much emphasis is placed on individualism, even at church. This is my parking place. Been parking there for years. This is my seat. I've been sitting here for years. Or while driving. Did you ever speed up while driving to close the space in front of you so a car couldn't cut in? That's my space. Or did you feel smug because you backed off the pedal to graciously allow someone to enter your space in front of you? Me, 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 mine, mine, mine. Wrong, wrong, wrong. What about the power of us? The power of community, that's what's important. We can achieve so much as a church if we are filled with the Holy Spirit and if we work together. That is why I thought the words from the song that I played earlier were so apt. We seek your kingdom throughout every sphere. Transform, revive and heal society. Through the power of the Spirit, we can do anything. 
as we emerge from the pandemic and realise life, and in particular church, has changed, we have a wonderful opportunity to transform, revive and heal society. There is such a huge need. So many loved ones have lost their lives and left a huge void in the lives of those left behind. Jobs have been lost, town centres decimated and families thrown into poverty. Pentecost reveals the Trinity of God, a trilogy of God's loving action in the world. Father, creation, Son, salvation, Holy Spirit, empowerment and guidance. Go forth, brothers and sisters, filled with the Spirit of God who does extraordinary things with ordinary people. Be extraordinary this week by the grace of God and his Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. On the day when we celebrate the Church's founding, let us pray for her work across Christ's world, in places whose stories we know and in places we can only leave to the knowledge of the heart of God. And especially we remember those places where those who confess Jesus as their Saviour are still persecuted for his sake. May they know the emboldening power of the Spirit of Pentecost and the loving assurance of you, the Comforter. We pray for the Church in our land of Scotland, for the Church of Scotland and all denominations that share her mission in cities, towns, villages, countryside and islands. Especially today, we pray for those meeting in General Assembly. May they be guided by the Spirit and discern God's will for the Church's future and her witness. And now in our hearts we bring before you our prayers for those near to us and for their needs at this time. We pray for those experiencing illness in body or mind. We remember families and communities emerging from pandemic still feeling the pain of loss of loved ones. May they experience God's love and comfort through our actions and our words. And as we pray for those who are feeling despair through the loss of employment or opportunity, we also pray that despite our feebleness, we, with the assurance of the Spirit, may bring hope through the practical resolve of a church ready to play its part in the work of healing and renewal. May God's Holy Spirit help us all to transform, revive and heal society. Amen. Thank you so much for joining with us today for worship and we look forward to seeing you again soon. God bless. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above, ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son and Holy Ghost. Amen. 
Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son,